Now, this week, I wanted to revisit a very important video that I uploaded not so long ago, and that is a very deep dive into how I, over the last three years, become a full-time YouTuber, made it a full-time job, earn a full-time living, and how you can do it too. I wanted to step you through how desperate it was at the start, how hard it is, the grind that's involved. I wanted to make it absolutely perfectly clear how hard it can be and what legworks and sacrifice you have to put into the roller coaster that's involved, right? I stepped you through each year and how it developed and step by step, and hopefully this can help you. Hello and welcome to the Start Creating Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow on social media, from YouTube to Instagram and so much more. I am your host, Alan Spicer, your YouTube certified expert. I have around about 12 years worth of experience in this industry, from web development to social media marketing and video editing in itself. This podcast will be about news, tips, tricks, and your submitted questions should you need any help within the social media space. So follow, subscribe, enjoy the ride, go out there, start creating. It took a lot of effort, but I've made YouTube my full-time job. From zero subscribers, zero views, from nothing, to full-time in three years. And I'm going to tell you how I did it. Now, be prepared, sit down with a nice cup of tea, maybe some nibbles. This is going to be a long storytelling session, but hopefully you'll come along on the ride with me. 2019 has been a fantastic year for me, and it's been the culmination of a lot of hard work that we're going to deep dive into very shortly. I've managed to clear some of my own personal debt. I've been able to invest in my own personal brand, growing my client base, passing 10,000 subscribers, and around about 1.4 million views on YouTube on this edge educational tutorial YouTube tips channel alone. But all of this is the plumage, the top of the tree, the leaves and the seed that was planted two, three years ago. So let's rewind to 2017. 2017 was a hard time for me. I just got to the point where I realized that the industry that I was in, which was web development, just wasn't working for me. My skill set was fine, I'd been in it for eight or nine years, but the industry had changed and I was much more social media thinking. I was always very much open source software and forums and communities, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. So I took a very scary step once again to step out there and start my own business. Do that one small step for man, or I go to seek the great, perhaps, to quote John Green, quoting somebody else. You see, with web design, it's very feast or famine. I'd go out and I'd hunt a client, and they'd find me, and I'd design and build them a wonderful website. It may take two weeks, it may take him eight years, or that's what it seems like. And for the time that you have engaged that person with a deposit and the design fee and maybe a completion fee, in between those, it's very feast or famine. You're still hunting the next person. You're still trying to make sure that you're delivering content and quality to them whilst they may not be helping you in return on the timeline. Web design is very time sensitive because as me, as a creator and my team, I'd need to pay them, my designer, my coder, my salespeople, that kind of thing. And the clients would need to respond and we'd need to develop that as well. We can't rush the code because it wouldn't be quality for them. And in return, when we ask for things, sometimes clients wouldn't respond either. So 
I found the Feast of Famine was very taxing on me personally, like me financially and me mentally, because you'd struggle, you'd do all the hard work and you wouldn't see any engagement. So in 2017, with agreement with my business partner at the time, I stepped out on my own. I started Alan Spicer. Took a couple of clients with me, the social media angled clients from the web development company that that, that company didn't want to, to deal with anymore. And those were my, my bread and butter. Those were the things, the only things that were keeping me from starving at the time. In July of 2017, I started this channel. The idea was that I knew how to grow a YouTube channel. I'd done it on other brands, I'd done it on other entertainment brands, and I'd done it for other clients. So I thought that if I could drip feed that knowledge into this YouTube channel, I could then build me as some kind of YouTube authority, or at least someone that you trusted enough to get in touch with to work with. The seed of a business that I'm now running today. Rather nicely, my friend, my former boss stroke work colleague, gifted me some lights for Christmas because he knew that that was my hobby. So my initial, and I've still got them today, soft boxes, which are two soft boxes and a ring light that my sister got me for that Christmas became my core recording equipment. I was using a webcam at the time and that's all I needed, a webcam and some lighting. And at that time it was just a, a dropped kind of wall which if you see on my older videos. My core focus at this time was to create content that could teach you who I was, was keeping my other social media clients entertained and keeping them rolling. That would bring my income in so I could then focus on creating content and keeping them happy. And you have that balance. A small income, a minimum wage, and me building that hustle, that side hustle, for later. I ended 2017 with 350 subscribers. I was proud of that. It was struggling, it was slow. My videos would get five, 10, 20 views at a push. And I was proud of that. It was the birth, it was the, the small seeds of something. 2018 rolled around and this is my, my first year of growth, my foundation building as such. To take what 2017 had gone and double down on its good shoots, its early showings. I was determined to make this work. All of the years of working in web development and web design had led me to, to just itch. Because I knew, I knew I could do it. I know that we'd had some fantastic years in web development. I know that we'd gone out and got some fantastic clients and built some wonderful things. But I knew that my passion could be in social media, could be expressing and helping you and growing a brand and growing a business. So I doubled down. I created more content. I looked at my statistics and then I just kept creating what I, I knew could help. I also needed more clients. The web development clients were there and they, they were helping. The problem was is once you've done a web development job, they're done. Unless you sign them to some kind of retainer or maintenance agreement, or you try and hook them in with ongoing SEO or anything. Really, once a web development client is done, most of them walk away and just lean on their website and themselves. They don't understand that you need to market it because I don't know why some people just think a website is enough to get them trade. So I went out there and I started communicating with some, some people that I knew, communicating with business people that I found on Facebook, started playing my trade on things like Fiverr and people per hour. These sites are terrible for income. People per hour and Fiverr, the idea is, is that you put yourself out there, you prove that you can do a job and you get paid minimum if not less than minimum wage. Why do I use them? Because they're phishing platforms. Not in the criminal sense, not in the I'm gonna scam you sense. They are ways to put your rod out there 
and to hook someone in that's interested in you, you give them a service for next to nothing, they can see the quality of your work and then hopefully you usher them into additional work. That's how I've got my first couple of retainer clients in 2018 and that showed me that I was on the right path. That emboldened me to keep trying because once I'd got my first couple of social media clients and I knew that I could service them and they could be happy, I could create the content on YouTube to help them. They'd ask me questions and that would feed me ideas for videos. Then I knew I was along the right path. Not only that, they were happy. They referred people to me and this trickle started to slowly form. Yes, at this time, people are still commenting on my YouTube videos. How are you an expert when you only get 20 views? How are you an expert when you've only got 300 subscribers? subscribers, but I ignored them because I wasn't there for the the jokers. I wasn't there for the people that were nagging with insecurities. I was there for the people, the 20, the 30, the 40 people that watched that video and I helped one at a time. In July of 2018, I got monetized. That means that I'd crashed through a thousand subscribers. In fact, around about this time, it's around about 1,400 subscribers and I'd hit that dreaded 2,400 minutes or, you know, 4,000 hours of watch time. I got there. That was yet another realization that I could do it, that you could do it, and that I could help teach you to do so. Because if I could start something from zero and not bring over anything over from previous brands and not bring anything, because I couldn't drag anyone in from web design because it's a completely different niche. I couldn't pull them in from an entertainment brand because I'm a teacher and I'm not some kind of hairy weird dude. With monetization gave me the the balls to go and hunt out other people, to talk to sponsors, to see that, look, I can create this for you, and in return, maybe we can work together. Initially, under no kind of agreement, I'd go out and I'd create tutorials for platforms, whether it happened to be things like Hootsuite or TubeBuddy or anyone, really, because it would be relevant to you, the audience. And then maybe those companies would come to me. Or when I went to them, I could say, look, I've done these for these kind of companies, maybe even done this based on your kind of platform, and I was able to hook them in, slowly building up that income, slowly moving away from the life raft, which was the last one or two clients that I may have taken with from the web development world. All of which, by the way, it didn't have to be just web development clients. Like, I could have been working a, a nine till five, and I could have been doing this in the evening, because I was creating these videos, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. I was promoting these, I was writing blogs. So you can do it. You don't have to be working at home for this to work. And then in Christmas 2018, I wrote a, a Christmas list which was very youtube -y heavy and I was blessed that my, my girlfriend at the time bought me my very first ever DSLR camera, which is this thing here, the Canon 200D. In all of eight or nine years of me making videos online, I'd only ever used a webcam. So this was a step up for me and then she was able to to wrangle my family into buying the microphones and stuff like that. Now please don't get it twisted in your head, like you don't have to spend thousands of pounds. You can still create fantastic videos on your iPhone. You can still create fantastic videos on a webcam. It just, this just makes it slightly more portable for me. And at the time I just moved in with my, my girlfriend, my other half, and I was able to set up a studio that I could record in. It's no different than what you can do yourself. I ended 2018 with 3000 subscribers and proof that this could work. Finally, at 3,000 subscribers, I had an income that I could call full time. An income that would pay the bills, cover things just about right, and I wouldn't have to hunt out some additional work. I wouldn't have to 
sneak in some web development work from a client here. I wouldn't have to sell myself short in certain areas. So in 2019, I decided to focus on the expertise, build the client base. Because of 2017 and 2018, I now had a portfolio. I could go and hunt out clients in 2019 and say, look, these are the videos that I've done for these people. These are the two, 300 videos that I've done all about tutorials in my niche. These are the viewing figures that I've got. Here's 3000 subscribers that seem to be interested in me. And then I can maybe help you. The biggest problem for businesses and anyone is getting started on YouTube. It's the whole concept that, oh, I'll throw up a video and I'll go from one to 3000 subscribers in an instant and then everyone will be, you know, jumping all over me. So many businesses in their heads need a few thousand subscribers in their head to for it for, to be a justifiable platform. Some people won't take you seriously unless you have the numbers. So I was able to say, look, I've got 3000 subscribers. I've done it in about 14, 16 months. I can help you. And I was able to bring clients in and work with them and show them my work that I'd done in the nine, 10 years prior in web development worlds and combine it with them. I was able to hook them into retainers. And this is when 2019 became a very different world. I was able to reinvest the money that I was now getting that was above just a normal wage. I was able to clear my debt that I'd been suffering from previous businesses and finally see the light of day. Finally get the, the payback that I knew in 2017 could be done and you can do too. I was terrified and around about October and I finally invested in my first decent laptop because all the years back I had an okay laptop but it died. I begged my mum for 300 quid to, to go and buy a, a startup laptop. Just, just something that could run the video editing suites just at bare minimum. It, it would take hours to render videos, but as long as I could edit the videos, I could put work out there, I could service clients, I could get paid. So finally in October, I was able to upgrade to a beast of a laptop, which then sped up my work rate no end, because now instead of one video taking an hour to render, I could render five videos in an hour, and it became much more of a, a mass quantity game, not only for me, but for some of my clients. I was able to service more clients, I was able to serve them faster and more efficiently, my video quality got better, and it started to snowball. So much so, that around my birthday in 2019, I finally hit 10,000 subscribers. Once again, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. The numbers bring people, the people bring content, ideas that you then spew out that then help the businesses and the sponsors find you because you've answered their questions and which effectively means that coming to the end of 2019, YouTube is now my job. All of my income comes from something YouTube related, whether it's a client that I teach how to YouTube, whether I manage a YouTube channel, whether I create content for other YouTube channels, whether I randomly create podcasts or sponsors or anything like that, and I truly believe you can do it too. The only difference is, is that my passion is social media. Your passion could be anything you love, and you can teach and expel your joy all over the camera and express to them how you can do it. You just intertwine the things outside to make your income sources. In 2020, I plan on continuing to create content, create regular videos, maybe step down to a couple of videos a week. And that's why this part of the video is kind of a community-esque announcement. I'll make more of these deep dives. 
are being much more honest and open and more Alan rather than just tutorials. Don't get me wrong, you'll still get your tutorials, I'll still help you with features and functionality when they arise, but I think me being open and being able to deep dive and for you to able to listen to me for 10, 15, 20 minutes, or you know, shorter if required. I think those will now help you a bit more because you can see that I've done it so you can do it too. So I'll start introducing more videos, maybe Money Mondays or something like that, where I teach you how I made money on a certain thing or how you can set up your affiliate programs, or how you can set up your business, how you can intertwine merch sales or podcasts and things like that. And of course, I will deep dive into the news of YouTubes when they come out. These will be additional to the channel when they pop up, but also I want to really drill into YouTube-y things. Expand on why you do certain things, why you make a video this way, why you need to tell a story to generate an arch to keep them interested. Now this was a rather meandering video and it steps you through the last two or three years. If you want to hear more of my life, I've done a podcast that travels you through how I got it into it all from the age of 16, 17. I'll put it up here. If you want to work with me, there's an email address down below. I do channel reviews, I do consulting, I can create content. Hit me up, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to the Start Creating Podcast. If you want more tips, tricks and advice from Alan Spicer, that's me, then go to youtube.com forward slash Alan Spicer and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. See you soon. Go out there, start creating.